Welcome to Legendary Dads, where we wipe out myths like you can't be a successful entrepreneur and a loving present dad. We're tearing down lies about being a well-behaved dad, you know, doing what they say that you're supposed to do. We're blazing the trail to become high-performance dads, the dad who's clear where he and his family are going and why. We are laying solid foundations to become legendary dads. Well, welcome back. Great to be here again. I'm always excited. I'm having a lot of fun. And I was just saying, I think if I'm still doing this in five, 10 years, it'll be just as fun. I'll still be saying I'm excited to be here because this is really fun <laughs> getting to meet new people, doing a bit of this process that really helps me to live out that one thing that I was created to do. And this is a, a big part of that, I think. And so the gentleman I have with me here today, now I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to ask you to listen to this bio. It doesn't sound like it has anything to do with fatherhood, but I'm pretty sure from what I know of this man that we can connect it. There's a, it, it all ties together. Cause I think that's something that I've seen him doing is pulling everything together. So here, this guest here today is the founder and editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine, creator of Club Pod, found on Clubhouse. It's the largest podcast group on all social media platforms. Creator of Pod Expo, the original chairman and founder of Liquor.com, online pioneer who launched on CompuServe's Electronic Mall. Some of you are going, what? <laughs> New York Times bestselling author of the book, What Is Your What?, Discover the one amazing thing you were born to do. The real estate developer, creator of the News Media Summit, host of number one rated podcast called Reinvention Radio, international keynote speaker, and an in-demand media guest who has appeared on CNN, the Huffington Post, cover of Founder Magazine, and countless other media outlets. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Steve Alsher. <laughs> welcome steve thank you for that i need i need that when i wake up every day <laughs> there we go i'll send you that clip and you can have it on your phone <laughs> thank you well you've you've done a lot of things and, and a lot of it is is pioneering work and and i guess you know that's what you've done and i'm hoping we can explore a bit about who you are who's the the man the father behind this and and how do these things connect and so i wondered if you Maybe an, an easier way to start for you is, is to look at the this book. I want to tie together the, the things that you've done with who you are, because we're talking about fatherhood uh, most generally here. So what is your what? And I, I've read, I've gone through that and I love it and found it to be a fantastic uh, resource. So if we can jump straight into tying this to fatherhood, what, how do you connect that and how does this uh, what is your what? How does this relate to you being a dad? Um, I mean, look, I, I think it ultimately boils down to the <clears throat> kind of clearer you are on who you are and what you do um, and how you go through life is just going to have um, a tremendous amount of impact on, on your kids uh, and how they view life and how they view their career and, the, you know, the things that they do. Right. And so are you um, like, I presume you deliberately include some of the concepts from this book into your parenting style, your conversations with your kids. Is that right? Um, 
I, I definitely sprinkle it in, you know, I mean, it's, um, it's a fine line between having them kind of figure out their own way and then, um, you know, just providing, uh, advice and guidance based on experience and, um, you know, teachings that I've garnered over the years. Um, but man, it's, um, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's definitely a thing where you just don't want to, you don't want to push too hard, um, in terms right. of moving them in a specific direction, because, you know, in my way of thinking, um, uh, our, our way is not necessarily the, the only way. So it's, uh, it's a bit of a dance for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And how, like, can you give us some insights into how you're dancing that dance? Um, we, we give them, um, no, we, we just give them a lot of rope, you know? I mean, that's, um, <clears throat> that's, uh, we're, we're not the, the tiger mom and the tiger dad. Um, and, and frankly, you know, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's challenging, right? Because you want them to, to succeed and you want them to subscribe to the societal norms. Um, you know, but at the same token, um, they, they may just find that their, you know, their, their path is, uh, is more effective and who am I to say otherwise? Right. And so as, so as they're young, um, you know, you, you obviously when they're very little, we do things for them. We show them stuff and teach them how to do things and so on. And so then there's this journey where you, you begin to transition, right? So um, now I think your kids are kind of early. So first ones are hitting the early teens. Is that right? Uh, no, no. We've got a 19 and almost 16 year old now. Okay. Later teens. Okay. Yeah. So you've you've kind of been through the first stages of that transition. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and you found saying that was kind of challenging. Um, I mean, I think every age has its challenges. You know, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to sit here and say that um, as I look back that uh, you know any one age was uh, more of a, a walk in the park than than any other. I mean, sometimes they're they're a bit cuter, <laughs> you know, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, it's, it's, I, I can't look back and say that there haven't been, you know, great periods with each age and challenging periods with each, with each age, because, you know, there, there, there has been, and there continues to be. Yeah. Did you have a sort of a philosophy or, or, an, or an approach to deciding when, like, especially now as your kids are older, like we're, I'm going through this with some of my kids too, right? They're late teens and how, how we decide when to give guidance and when to just kind of watch and cringe as they, <laughs> as they maybe make mistakes. Have you, have you guys kind of developed a bit of a principle or philosophy on how you do that? Or is it? Yeah, we're, um, we're, we're, we're kind of like, uh, like rubber bands, you know, in terms of like, you can really just kind of go and stretch things and stretch things and stretch things and give them a lot of rope and a lot of opportunity to, uh, you know, kind of make those mistakes and not clean their room or not do, you know, certain things over a period of time. Uh, and then, yeah, we snap, you know, and, and kind of lay it in kind of heavy and tell them to get their, you know, get their, get their act together and, you know, do what they need to do. And then, again, stretch it and stretch it and kind of give them the opportunity to do some things. And we feel like they've gone too far or they're not listening or doing, you know, things that we need them to do. Um, you know, then, then we snap, 
you know, and it's just kind of like, it's, it, it's been that way for, uh, for all of our kids for as long as I can remember. Um, and you know, I mean, it's, there, there's a lot more, mm, there, there are different ways to do it. There's a lot of parents that are really hands-on and they keep control and just, you know, make sure that everything is done at a particular way in a particular time. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're definitely a little more laissez-faire, but if they, if they get too far out of bounds, um, you know, then, then that's, that's where we got to reel them back in. Yeah, for sure. Now, I mean, you said, obviously we have, you know, good times and and tough times in, at every age of, of our kids in parenting them. What, what was, I won't say the best, but certainly maybe one of the best memories you have moments of, of parenting that was kind of a highlight for you. Um, I mean, there's been, there's been plenty of them for sure. I, I've coached a lot of their teams. Um, so baseball championships, flag football championships, you know, those are, those are always fun. And those are, those are good moments as a, as a parent to be able to share with your kid. Um, my oldest and I have, uh, I've trained in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu together for a lot of years. So, mm. uh, just being able to roll on the mats and, uh, you know, kind of do our, our stuff there has always been fun. Um, and my, uh, my younger son, um, playing basketball and throwing the football around and, you know, sports like things have always been really good. Um, you know, but from a familial perspective, uh, we've taken trips to big bear and, you know, just been in the woods and hiking and, uh, swimming in the lake, you know, that sort of thing. Um, the, the, those sort of moments are pretty special and, you know, and then just the, the basic Sunday dinner, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of all being around and, um, and having dinner together and, I cook some stuff up and the kids, you know, kids really seem to enjoy it. My wife enjoys it. And, um, and, and those are, those are special moments too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've done that family dinner routine for <laughs> as long as we can. It's getting tougher now that the kids are older and the one's out of school now. It's, it's hard to get everybody yeah. together, but it's been a, that's absolutely a, a treasured time for us too. Oh yeah. Sure. Uh, interesting. You mentioned uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I don't really know a lot about it, but I would imagine there's a, a fair bit in learning that. Um, I would imagine there's a fair bit of uh, sort of life learning in that, that that translates into sort of everyday life. Is that, you find yeah, that true? That, yeah, for sure. It's, um, you know, it's a very hands-on sport. Um you get um, you, you, you get your butt handed to you a lot. I'll just put it to you that way. So it's great from uh, from a conditioning standpoint. It's great from a athleticism standpoint. You know, just uh, you know, just sort of the workout um, side of things. But you know, on the on the on the mental side of things, um, just learning how to get back onto the mat, learning how to to take a, a loss, learning how to um, be gracious in victory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and really humbling yourself because it's the kind of sport where it's not necessarily how big you are or how strong you are. Um, it really has everything to do with the, with the technique. Um, and, and, and that makes for an even playing field. So there are some people that, you know, I'm not the biggest guy in the world. I'm about five, eight, one, you know, 58, 56, something like that. Um, so not, not a huge dude. Um, but you know, I'm really able to go toe to toe, uh, with some, some fairly large humans. Right. And so, right. um, 
that in and of itself obviously is uh, is something that uh, you know helps to build the confidence, helps to build the self esteem for sure. Um, and then you know passing that down to the kids and, and getting the kids in the game. Uh, both both kids have done it. My older kid has you know, has really stuck with it. Um, but you know getting them on the mats and just understanding that you know if you if you practice and you do the work you'll you'll get the results and that's you know that's a life lessons that obviously translates to anything yeah for sure absolutely and you've i mean you've done a lot of entrepreneurial work i mean the the list that i was reading out is your in your bio i mean that's that's a lot that's a pretty constant thing um which started when you were quite young i understand your first venture may have been when you were 19. Uh, that's when I opened up my, my first nightclub. Yeah. The oh, funky pickle. <laughs> Where did that name come from? The, the funky pickle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where'd that come there from? Was, uh, yeah, there was, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, um, uh, let's just see, let's just say creative collaboration that was going on in the room as that, uh, as that name was decided upon. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess we should leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. So this now this is uh I mean obviously you enjoy this entrepreneurial road. Um and you you've just continued to do things and the internet related things have, has been a theme with you even though it some of it looks a bit eclectic. That's been a theme um working with various yeah. businesses and the evolution of the internet which is obviously a central part of what you're doing now. Uh, exploring web three and so on um yeah does any of this you know how does this uh, influence your your work with your kids or raising your kids in terms of your a your entrepreneurial spirit uh, but also your access to to the internet and what's going on there are you finding that's been a helpful yeah. sort of uh educator or influence on your yeah point? i mean i think it really just boils down to just showing that you can you know number one forge your own path but number two also be creative in terms of what you do and, and how you how you make a living from doing it hmm. um you know there's 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 plenty of folks who um who aren't entrepreneurial and, and that works too you know it just it just so happens that um for my entire kid's life you know i've, I've been working from uh, a home or very close by to home um, and, and, you know, really running, running the businesses and calling the shots. Um, and I think that just opens up their eyes to the possibility of doing something like that for themselves. Um, you know, and at the same token, they've also seen the challenges and mm -hmm. uh, you know, they've, they've heard when money is tight um, and you know, it's, it's just one of those things where, there's risks and there's rewards. Um, but being online for a long time is, you know, certainly a, a common thread that ties uh, a lot of what I've done together. Um, and you know, web three, I think is pretty interesting from a creative standpoint. I think there's a lot of opportunity, um, in that emerging world as well. Um, you know, what role I'll play in it? Um, I'm not sure, but I, I do think there's something really interesting there, yeah. uh, kind of across the board. And, uh, and, and I think that's, that's part of what, um, you know, the kids see as well is just a lot of different things going on. Um, and in those different things going on, um, then they have an opportunity to just kind of figure out, you know, for themselves, like where's, 
where's ways that I can, I can potentially be creative or forge my own path. Yeah. And have they started to enter into this entrepreneurial world at all or, or not yet? Is that not seem to be where they're going? Um, yeah, the, the, the youngest definitely is he likes buying and selling stuff. Um, he hasn't done it, uh, too consistently like it, like this is something he does every day, but off and on through the years, he's definitely, um, definitely had an eye for things and buys and sells and, you know, keeps a pretty good pulse on, um, like the, like the sneaker market specifically, mm. um, but also with clothes and, uh, and other things. So he's got a, he's got a pretty good eye for what people want. And, um, and so, yeah, he's definitely done some buying and selling. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That is. Well, just, and as you said, it brings in, it's just part of that creativity and it's one application of it, obviously not the only one. Yeah. So, um, that's, it's nice to see that that's yeah. they're willing to explore like yeah, that. It, it is a bit of a double-edged sword, though, too, because you know the the kids um, probably don't take school as seriously as uh, as others, you know, because they they see that it's possible to. I mean, I'm educated. I have an MBA, um, but they also are realists too in terms of you know we we talk quite extensively about just what's going on in the world and you know they're not blind mm. to the fact that you don't necessarily have to have that that formal education nowadays uh in order to to do things from an entrepreneurial standpoint or to you know to, to buy and sell or make money and, and you know that's that's challenging you know it's hard to convince a kid to to get straight a's in school when the college degree or even the high school degree. I mean, the high school, obviously we're going to insist that they, that they get, but the college degree just doesn't carry the same weight as, uh, as it did, you know, not, not terribly long ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. It's, which is part of the conversation my wife <laughs> and I have on an ongoing basis with each other and with the yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm curious if you are willing and able to share a bit about, the the conversations you have where you mentioned you know working at home as an entrepreneur your kids are seeing the real life of what's going on um and obviously at different ages there's there's different age appropriate input um can you share some of that journey of of deciding how you know what do you share with how vulnerable and open are you with them in terms of them knowing okay hey money's tight and this is why and or dad's stressed because things are going on and, and here's how I deal with it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, we, um, we've, we've been pretty, pretty honest, um, about what's going on, uh, with, with money over, over, you know, over the years, uh, more so now than I think we were, you know, certainly before, cause they were younger. Um, but, yeah, uh, my my wife and I have invested uh, quite a bit of money into opening a funeral home here in San Diego, and we we lost about a year or so um, because of COVID and construction delays and you know and those sort of things, um, and so it's taken us a lot longer to get open than we had anticipated, and so we've uh, you know we've got we've got a lot of money invested in that, and that's. Um, combined with, uh, I had a real estate project uh, in Chicago that was supposed to sell that hasn't sold yet. Um, you know, it's, it's made, it's made things pretty tight 
from uh, from a cash flow perspective. And so we've we've been upfront with them. I mean, they've they've been to the funeral home. They see what's going on there. Um, our older son actually gets involved and, and helps quite a bit. Um, so they see it. They know what's going on. They know uh, where where we're going every day because we are actually going to the funeral home now every day. Um, and when we've been pretty upfront with them just about how, you know, uh, we haven't shown them specific numbers to say, you know, Hey, here's exactly how much we have. Um, right. But we've, we've certainly made it clear that um, it's, it's challenging right now. And, and we've got to either get uh, a lot more folks uh, in as clients at the funeral home and, you know, as a new funeral home, that's, tough it's not like you're just opening a store selling pizza you know so it's not your typical right. business um and or um you know we got to get that uh, real estate project sold um so there's there's a couple variables at play right now and uh and then with interest rates continuing to rise um as they are and we're on a variable rate mortgage with the funeral home you know it's putting a lot of pressure on things mm. and so you're now, as you say, they're they're a bit older, so they can kind of understand some of these things. And I, I guess I'm curious about also the 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 balance of this in terms of, you know, we we often have kids doing chores. We want our kids to help out around the house. They learn to do chores and be kind of a contributing member of the family, as it were. Um, I we talk about entrepreneurship as well, but I there's a there's this question that comes up with us and i wonder if you guys have dealt with this question of you know how do you do you how and when do you involve kids in your business and and how do you do that in a way that is um is them feeling good about contributing versus you know them kind of picking up picking up slack or or helping out it yeah yeah well we have them we definitely have them help we had an open house and, you know, they really helped uh, to get things ready. We've got you know, chairs and furniture that comes in that needs to be built and, um, you know, things that just need to happen mm -hmm. uh, at the funeral home. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely something we have them involved with. My, uh, my oldest son uh, has been taking an interest in the, in the back of house stuff too. And actually helping uh, my wife, who's our, licensed funeral director and embalmer, um, you know, helping her get the, uh, the see, you know, the, the, the loved one ready, you know, for, for viewing and so on. So he's, he's definitely taken an interest in that and helped out quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's really just a matter of when, when we need help, we, we just have them help. Right. You know, we're not paying them to do that. They're just part of the family. It's a family business. So you just do what you got to do. Right. Okay. I know that, uh, you're you don't have a lot of time today and i really appreciate you being here so i wanted to um just ask you a couple of things quick i expect you know what i think i'll do i'm gonna go you said you wanted to do the the rapid fire questions so as we as we come towards the end i'm gonna throw a bunch sure. of questions at you just for fun so it's totally shifting here to to mostly nonsense and, and silliness for fun um but question one who is the one person you've not met yet that you want to meet. Um, I mean, I'd say it's probably Lenny Kravitz. I've been a, I've been a Lenny fan for, for as long as I can remember. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely a big Lenny fan. And I, I think if I had an opportunity to hang that, uh, that would be, that would be fun. 
What's your favorite meal? Uh, you know, my wife and I were talking about this actually not too long ago. Um, there's there's a lot of great food. <laughs> I mean, we're, my wife's half Polish, half Peruvian. I'm half Polish, half Russian. Uh, the Peruvian food is uh, is really good. But I think if um, you know, if I had to have sort of that last meal, probably uh, would be like uh, kind of southern barbecue, like soul food type barbecue with uh, you know greens and cornbread and you know cobbler and that kind of thing. Nice. Can you list the seven wonders of the world? Uh, no, I know Great Wall of China. Um, I think there's a waterfall somewhere. <laughs> That's about uh, all I know too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's uh there's a mountain, I think. Can you tell us maybe the pyramids? Yeah, I think yeah, they might be. Yeah. Can you tell us why Iceland is green and Greenland is ice? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's always been the, the confusing <laughs> thing for me. Um yeah, all I know is it's all gonna melt, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> Fair enough. Last one. When was your first kiss? Um, I think I was in fifth grade, um, fifth grade, maybe fifth grade, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, thanks, Steve. I'm going to, I'm going to let you go. And I want to just say you, um, really appreciate you giving us your time. Now I know you, um, are available online, basically, basically at, Steve Olsher is your handle on pretty much any social media. So anybody that wants to reach out yep. to you, that's kind of just look that up. Fair enough. Fair enough. And you wanted to offer something to the listeners um, as a, just as a gift for tuning in and hanging out. Uh, yeah. You want to talk a bit about that? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think what we can do is, we um we talked about my book what is your what discover the one amazing thing you were born to do um so maybe we can just uh give that away as uh as a freebie and folks can just go to what is your what.com uh and they can grab a free copy of the entire new york times bestseller there awesome and that i would say at least from my perspective ties into parenting just in terms of you know, as, I think as you were saying earlier, you know, when we're doing things that we love and we're, we're living our life, that is something that energizes and informs our parenting and influences our kids. So I would encourage everybody to take advantage of that offer. I've uh, been through the that resource myself and can definitely recommend it for sure. Uh, so Kent, thank you so much, Steve. I really appreciate you taking a bit of time to share a bit of the, the personal side. I've learned a lot about your business over the last couple of years and uh, nice to get a chance to chat with you. A lot of questions I'd love to ask you, but maybe we'll have to do this again another time. Yeah, no, that sounds good. That sounds good, man. Yeah. So thanks to you and thanks everybody for listening in. Really appreciate it. This, as I said, this is exciting for me and I really wanted to create this resource to help as many dads as we can to begin to learn from each other and share, share the ups and downs, right? It's a crazy life and none of us really have any kind of handbook or if anybody does, please contact me. I need the, <laughs> I need the handbook to figure out how to do this. Uh, but seriously, it's just about learning to support each other and reaching out and communicating. If uh, anybody wants to reach out to me, you can do so also at kevinwillspeak.com and uh, book time to talk with me and uh, check me out on social media with the links listed below. I really appreciate everybody sharing this. 
giving us a rate and review because that helps to spread the word of what we're doing here. If you enjoyed this, probably other people will. So thank you very much, everybody. Have a great week and we will see you again soon. Bye for now. All right, we've taken another step towards that legendary dad status today. And I'm excited and honored to be part of this journey with you. Now, if you go to kevinwillspeak.com, you can book time to speak with me directly about any questions or comments you have. Or you can connect with me on social media or post in the comments below. Guys, I'm convinced that we all have what it takes. And if we work together, we can all become legendary dads.